So what would you think if the Illuminati set up camp right out in plain sight and in one of the busiest places within your state or city? Now, would you be concerned or troubled about the fact that they did it and really made no effort to hide it? Now, some people feel that they have done just that and in one of the strangest places of all. So in this episode of the Bearded Guy podcast, we're going to take a look at some of the conspiracy theories surrounding the Denver International Airport. You know, being in the career field that I'm in, it requires me to travel from time to time. Now, it's not a lot, but it's enough to have seen a few airports in my day. And most, if not all, are the standard offerings from state to state. I mean, when you think about it, the differences between airports are generally limited to the size of the airport, the layout, the number of runways. And of course, they all have check-in and ticketing points. And who can forget the long terminals to meander down to get you to your flight loading area? Now, again, most airports have the, the this varying differences, nothing major. But, you know, there is the one that has a little bit extra on top of the usual sights and sounds that you generally find when visiting your local airport. Now, it's not the place itself that's unusual. It's what's inside that has people talking, and the people talking are cooking up some really good conspiracy theories about the place. Here are just a few examples. The NWO helped fund and build the facility. It's a secret meeting place for the Illuminati. And according to some, it's a safe haven for the elite in the event of a societal collapse. I mean, the list of conspiracies go on and on about the place. And really, it's easy to see why some readily attach conspiracy theories to it. There's some oddities that stand out and really kind of fit into the category of conspiracy. So much so that even the skeptics of conspiracies might stop and give this one a second look. Now, as you near the Denver International Airport, the first thing you're going to be greeted with is what appears to be a demonic horse. I mean, this thing is odd looking. It's got a contorted facial expression. It has red glowing eyes and its color. It's the wildest blue color you'll ever see. And this thing has a prominent place near the entrance of the airport. And really, it's hard to miss because it does seem bigger than life as you get near the airport. Now, the proper name for this evil horse is Blue Mustang, but it's easy to see why some of the, no the locals know it as Blucifer. Because the statue itself stands 32 feet tall on its hind legs. And trust me, this thing looks like evil on steroids. Now, because its looks are so out there, it has been the target of many conversations and questions regarding the nature of and, and a possible deeper, sinister meaning to the sculpture. Now, the Big Blue Mustang is also rumored to be a representation of the fourth horseman, Death. Now, there is something to note about Old Blue standing there out in the, out in the middle of the field that during the construction of this bigger-than-life beast, the head section of the sculpture actually fell off. And when the head, the head section fell off, it struck its creator, killing him in the mishap. Now, is that a coincidence? I mean, maybe. Now, once you get past the big blue gatekeeper of the DIA, you're greeted by more weird and odd clues that the Illuminati may indeed have some sort of holding in the airport. Now, the runways there are said to be a representation or in the shape of the German swastika. 
But you know what? If you look at the aerial photos of the runways, I think it's a bit of a stretch to actually see the shape of what it's claimed to be. I mean, there is some resemblance, but really it's not enough to believe that that's the intended design. But I guess if you have to fit it into the conspiracy, you have to claim that it does. Now, when the construction of the facility was completed in 1995, it came in at $2 billion over its original budget, and it only furthered the notion that something has to be going on there. I mean, why would it cost that much if there weren't something secretive going on at the DIA? And also, after it opened to the community, there was a very special gift on prominent display. It was a dedication stone. Now, this dedication stone was given to the facility by none other than the Freemasons. And it's not enough that the Freemason logo is carved into the stone because just underneath that logo, there's also the name of a company that is said to not exist. Now, the name of the company etched on the stone is New World Airport Commission. And because it said there is no information to be found about this supposed commission, that it most certainly is a reference to the New World Order and the Illuminati. Now, this dedication stone also serves as the cover that seals a time capsule that's not to be opened until the year 2094. And if you think about it, I'm sure there's a lot of speculation wondering what's inside that time capsule. What awaits the future Denver residents and travelers just passing through? Now, as you make your way through the massive airport, you will find four large murals. And over the years, these murals have spawned plenty of conspiracy rumors with imagery that seems to have been pulled from a very weird dream caused by bad takeout food. And the images in each mural create a host of different feelings for each onlooker. For some, it's art in its truest form, a pure and honest look through the eyes of the artist and a possible peek into the soul of the person who painted it. Now, for others, it presents an apocalyptic, bleak view of the world to come. Now, most gravitate towards the conspiracy side of the aisle here because the images in the paintings are so outside the norm of something that you would find in an airport. Now, here's some examples of what you see in the murals as you make your way through the airport. One of the murals is named Peace and Harmony with Nature. Now, this one features images of a forest on fire with children gathered around three coffins. And the painting also depicts a woman with two children in the open coffins. Now, the forest is burning in the background and the children and adults are gathered around and they all have distraught looks on their faces. You also see animals in cages or glass-like cages with other deceased animals littered about the scene. It portrays a sense of oppression and despair, and it doesn't seem very harmonious, but more in stark contrast to the name of the mural. Now, there is another mural that depicts a machine gun-wielding soldier wearing a gas mask. Now, the soldier carries a machine gun in one hand and a sword in the other hand, and with the sword, he is impaling a dove. Now, there is also images of children asleep under the image of the soldier. And alongside of one of the paintings are images of crying mothers, what seem to be lined up to infinity. Now, there's also a rainbow in the overhead sky, uh, destroyed buildings, dilapidated buildings. And the mural is called Children of the World Dream of Peace. 
Now, as you make your way to the other two murals, you'll find that the last two are very different from and in stark contrast with the others. The final two murals show the soldier lying dead in the foreground with doves resting on the machine gun. You know, the one that was prominently displayed in one of the last murals. And there are large groups of children smiling and coming together. Now, some are even carrying bundles of swords wrapped in what looks to be different flags of the world. And it seems the children, adults, and even the animals are joyous and happy. Now, there's a lot to take in when looking at the murals. And because of the symbolism and graphic nature of some of the images, it leads conspiracy theorists down a long and winding road believing that there is deeper and a hidden meaning in each painting. You know, each brushstroke can be interpreted to mean something different from the original intent of the artist. I mean, really, are there clues to an impending apocalypse yet to come hidden within the paintings? I mean, we may never know, really. I mean, it's all a matter of how we take in, interpret, and process what we see. What we do know about the paintings at the DIA is that the artist responsible for the murals is Leo Tanguma. Now, I'll add his link in the show notes so you can go check out the murals. I mean, they're visually intriguing. Now, if the murals do actually depict the end of the world as we know it, with chaos and destruction at every turn, there may just be hope. Well, for some, that is. The airport has a well-hidden secret. I mean, it's not really well-hidden, but nonetheless, it's not open to the general public. Now, some people believe that beneath the surface of the airport is another fully functioning facility built for a select group with privileges and social importance. Now, the claim is this, that there is an elaborate system of tunnels and bunkers specifically designed as a place the elite can safely hide when society collapses. I'm not sure the underground facility was actually designed for that purpose. I mean, what we do know is this, that there are actual tunnels, storage, and common areas underneath the airport. Now, this space was actually designed to house and operate the new high-tech baggage system for the airport. Now, this this baggage system was supposed to rival that of any other airports. But unfortunately, it was an outright failure from the start, and the problems were never really resolved, so its usage went by the wayside, and the large expanse of underground baggage trolley system has sat mostly empty and unused. Now, there are still baggage carts that use the underground facilities. It's kind of like a superhighway with no traffic. Now, this allows the handlers to move carts of luggage from one terminal to the other in quick fashion. Now, because the general public is not allowed in the underground facility, this just perpetuates the conspiracy even further. I mean, surely they're not just moving luggage around down there. You know, some have even gone as far as to theorize that the reptilian rulers are holed up deep underground at the facility. And all of the traffic down in the hole is actually them conducting their business of world domination. Now, in all honesty, I don't know if the the NWO or the Illuminati or even the reptilian rulers are below the airport conducting business. You know, that's the thing about conspiracy theories. People will never know because you get a little bit of truth and you just kind of wrap a whole bunch of conspiracy bacon around that truth and you just, you let it cook and you let it sizzle. (laughs) That's what makes for a good conspiracy. Now, as we stated earlier, because the final cost to to build and complete the facility ended up being somewhere north of $2 billion, you know, it only adds to the mystery and suspicion surrounding it. 
Now, the thought process is that the extra money was used to outfit the underground facilities used by these rulers that are intent on taking over the world. So you see, the DIA is a very unusual place indeed, and it does lend itself over to some really cool conspiracies. But what I find funny about the place is that the airport employees actually get in on the fun and they play it up for the travelers passing through. You know, in the end, I think it's nothing more than eccentricity on display for the world to see and conspire about. You know, except for the horse. That damn thing looks evil. So there you have it. The DIA conspiracy hotbed. Or just a funky airport in Denver that generates a lot of conversation. You know, I think it's fun to try to stitch together stories about this airport. But in the end, it's just that. An airport helping people get to their destinations around this odd and very strange world that we live in. So what do you think? Enjoy your feedback about the DIA or conspiracy theories in general. If you've got a good conspiracy theory that you'd like to hear about here on the podcast, please send it to me and I will make an episode using your suggested content. And I'll also mention you in the podcast for sharing the episode idea. So please send your comments to beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. That's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. And to my listeners, thank you once again for joining me for another episode. I really do appreciate the time you spend listening to each new post that we put out. And I hope you join me again next week. And I hope that you enjoy the content that you're finding here. And I hope it's entertaining. I hope it, hope it makes you smile. I hope it makes you scratch your head and question the world around you. But I do appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I hope you join me again next week as we venture out into the strange and odd world that we call home. So I hope you have a great day today, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time.